God is good all the time. All the time, God is good. We are also good. Good morning, my name is Chan Choi. My pronouns are he, him, his, serving Urban Village, Edgewater, and South Loop as a side pastor. And as you notice, I have tried to film my part of Sunday worship at different places without violating the order of state at home. Since I have showed most part of our house, I scratched my head over where would be the best place to share my message this morning. And I'm here at the attic. Last summer, when we toured the parsonage here in River Forest, this place caught my heart. It was my dream place. Even though there was no air conditioning, it looked like a perfect place to be alone for the meditation without any noise and distraction. It's been nine months since we moved in here, but I didn't have a chance to be alone like this morning because I was too busy to make extra effort for walking up a flight of stairs. As I imagine, this place is quiet and still, and I could feel like being disconnected from everything. So what would be the best word to describe this feeling? Loneliness or solitude? And as I shared in the e-news, it seems to have a similar lexical meaning as a state of being alone, but it has a different implication. A German theologian, Paul Tillich, describes loneliness as a pain of being alone and solitude as a glory of being alone that brings joy and courage rather than fear and horror. So I don't like to use the word of solitude this morning because it gives me comfort and peace, strength and energy. And these were values that I have been looking for a while during this pandemic. So, how about you? In this pandemic, we may use the word of loneliness more than solitude because we are separated from others involuntarily. And fear and anxiety would be the significant emotions that we have experienced while we are being alone. So let me borrow Paul Tillich's words one more time. Loneliness can be conquered only by those who can bear solitude. Sometimes God pushes us to be alone like nowadays, and it is up to us how to embrace it in loneliness or solitude. Again, loneliness can be conquered only by those who can bear solitude. So if we are in loneliness, it cannot be solved by the end of the pandemic. While it has been postponing, our anxiety and fear would be getting worse. Rather, it can be only conquered when we bear solitude, when we find gifts and value of it. So I'd like to introduce the one who loves to be alone, not in loneliness, but in solitude. And his name is Jesus. You may hear this name, right? And we can say he loves to be alone. From Mark chapter 1, very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. Luke chapter 5, crowds of people came to hear him and to be healed of their sickness. But Jesus often withdrew to lonely places and prayed. And Matthew chapter 13, Jesus went out of the house and sat by the lake. There are more places where Jesus was separated from others and trying to be alone. We may need to say that Jesus was not only loving to be alone, but the solitude was also essential for Jesus and His ministry. And it might be the same to us. 
Solitude can benefit us if we use it as a time to be close to God and encounter wonder and peace. So, how many of you choose to be in solitude? All right, I can see that so many people who raise their hands, and it's awesome. And now, let us jump into today's passage. In Matthew chapter 14, we used to focus on the miracle stories. Miracle of feeding the 5,000, miracle of walking on water, miracle of healing the sick. Especially today, we may want to hear the message of miracle. Miracle of the end of pandemic. Amen? However, more important lessons can be found in between the miracles from solitude, where the power comes from, and where the call and missions are reconfirmed in the relationship with God. So, we need to pay attention to Jesus' solitude rather than miracles. And here is the first moment of solitude. Jesus tried to be alone right after the death of John the Baptist. We don't know how he responded to the executions of John. He would have been angry about this inhumane violence, or he would have been in fear of death. However, we can assume that he was in sorrow because he lost John, his cousin and colleagues. As a fully human, Jesus needed a place to grieve, a place to release his sorrow, a place to face his own emotion. Jesus needed a solitude. Let us recall the experience that you were really, really sad and in sorrow. It could be the death of a family member or a close friend. You may be surrounded by the people who try to support you and comfort you to walk through the valley of shadows. And it could be huge help and source of healing from all the pain and sorrow. However, you may also want to be alone to release your honest emotions and reflect yourself in the process of grieving. Until I experienced the loss of one of my family members a few years ago, I felt it was important to keep reaching out to the person who is in grieving for not feeling alone. It is still important to remind them that they are surrounded by the support and care as whenever they can reach out in need. However, I realize that it is also important to give them a time and space to be alone for facing their own emotion and releasing one's sorrow fully. It took three days until I was in tears first time after losing my grandmother-in-law. While taking care of other family members and greeting visitors, I had never dropped tears. So I thought my grieving was over without drama. After finishing the funeral, I cried a lot at the fellowship hall when I was finally alone. I didn't need to take care of others, so I was able to focus on my own emotion. I didn't need to pretend completing the grieving process so quickly and fully, so I was able to start grieving finally. I was needed a solitude. I know there are many people who are in grieving after losing their loved ones, especially during this pandemic. There are people who couldn't hear their loved ones' last words couldn't give a hug to them. And worse than all, we couldn't grieve gathered as we used to do, and it would make people being in deeper sorrow and pain in loneliness. If this is your story, this community is here for you. You can be our 
we can be your company and source of support while you are in grieving. So please leave a comment or message or reach out to our step through email. And with those support, we can be in solitude where we can reflect ourselves and release our honest emotions to move forward. What does it mean to move forward? As Jesus did, it makes us to see others need over our grief with compassion. It means it transforms our feeling of sorrow into willingness of loving others. In solitude, we can move forward over the grief as Jesus did. And the second solitude is happening right after feeding the 5,000. It was a great miracle of mercy that the people of Israel had been waiting for from their long-awaited Messiah. So Jesus would have built a great power and force to fight against the Roman Empire. However, he chose to be alone, the solitude. There would be two reasons why he made this decision. First of all, he, it might be a way to recharge after hard work. In Mark chapter 6, Jesus sent his disciples out to the ministry. When they returned, he encouraged them to be separated from others and rest a while. When I asked to people what would be the biggest challenge and challenge and hardship, many people told me that they lost their home. They have their physical house, physical building, but they lost their home where they can find peace and take a rest from the work. Because there is no boundary between the workplace and home nowadays. Remember, even Jesus needed a place for recharging and resting afterward. And here is more important reason why Jesus chose to be alone. It might be a way to reconfirm his call and mission in the close relationship with God. In the midst of threats and temptations, it would it would not be easy to keep following the call and the past, even if he had a full connection with God. He, so he chose to be alone, to listen to God's voice clearly by blocking all the noise and to make the right choice by deepening the relationship with God. When and where do you seek solitude? Please share your own experience on the comments. We may seek solitude when we need to make an important decision and to clarify our call from God. And in general, we may collect information and advice from others before making an important decision. And that's what I did at the last year of, last year of seminary in Korea. When I applied to the seminary, I thought there would be no more big decision like this. However, there were so many options of passes after graduating the seminary, like planting a church, joining a team ministry as a pastor, or serving as a chaplain at the hospital or somewhere else, or moving to another country for study. As much as I got more information and advice, it was getting harder and harder to make a decision. So I went to a prayer house on the mountain and entered one of prayer rooms, which looked like a cave. Literally, I was looking for a solitude to clarify my call and path. And I told myself that I'm not going back until I hearing a clear voice from God like, Chan, go and plant a new church in Seoul or even North Korea. However, there was no sign and voice from God. And after five hours long wrestling with God, two things happened to me. First, first, there was a healing of my heart. 
that I have experienced without knowing. And it was the very first time to see my own hurt, and it was healed at the same time. And there was a voice of God from my deep heart. Chan, there is nothing that I want you to do for me. Just be with me. Let us walk together. That's what I want. In that experience of solitude, I didn't get an answer that I wanted to hear, but I was able to deepen my relationship with God that answers all my questions through my whole life. This morning, I hope you find yourself in solitude, not loneliness. I hope you can find a time and place to be alone for this. It is not about a physical isolation that can be impossible sometimes, but it is about your effort and intention to be alone in God's presence. And through this experience and practice of solitude, we can build a sound community when we gather together again because we can see each other's need with compassion over our own grief and emotion and because we can bring our own call and mission that we reconfirm in the close relationship with God and the passion and energy that is newly charged. So folks, do not be afraid of being alone. It might be a great opportunity to have a special closeness with God. Amen.